Choosing a skincare brand to use on your face or stock in your business can be so hard. With so many varying factors such as ingredient technology, in-clinic support, and also questions like, does it even work? It can be hard to know where to start, which is why I use Circuit Cosmeceuticals. I've been using Circuit on my own skin since 2022 and also stock it in the facial bar. And the reason why I love it is not only are the ingredients super fun, but it also gets results. With products such as Mocha Locker Peel and the Cool Lychee Mask and my favorites, Molecular Hydrating Mist and the Sugar Lip Plumping Treatment, I know that your skin and clients will love the range too. To find out more about becoming a stockist, send me a message on Instagram with the word circuit, that's S-I-R-C-U-I-T, and I'll automatically send you some information. Thanks to Circuit for being a sponsor of the podcast. Having a business is one thing, but actually being profitable is another. And this is something that I've had to really learn over the past year and something I want to share with you in today's episode. So today we're going to be chatting about how to hit your goal revenue. And I've done this in Skin Queen for a long time now, and it's something that I've just started to do in the facial bar, especially as we're in 2024. So a lot of people have this goal of you know, wanting to hit 10K months, 15K months, 20K months. But how do you actually hit it? And also too, is that going to mean that you're profitable as well? So my first advice to you is to make sure that you understand how to read your profit and loss on zero. And I should actually be opening up zero while I chat to you about this. But when you look in zero and you should have some accounting software, whether it be, I don't know what the other ones are, but... I use zero in my business and quite often I will go and have a look at the profit and loss for the previous month once everything's been reconciled. And I like to do this because I like to know, okay, well, how much money did we bring in? How much were our outgoings and where are my opportunities? And you can do this the reverse way too as a forecast. And that's what I want to chat to you about as well today too. So how to hit your goal revenue. Say you've got a goal to, let's say, a nice number of 15 grand a month. And you also, with that, you want to be paying yourself seven grand a month. So the first thing that I would be doing then is I would be going and having a look at what would be the hourly rate that you would like to bring in into your business to hit that. 
And I'm going to work that out on based on the facial bar hours just to give you a little bit of context. So at the facial bar, I think we have 34 trading hours a month and we have two therapists. So let's say we've got 15 grand. Actually, I'll have to do 34 times two because I've got two people. That's 68 hours a month. So $15,000 a month divided by 68. That means we need to hit $220 an hour in order to hit our revenue goal. From there, what I would start to look at is, okay, well, where are my opportunities? Are my opportunities to have more clients, to increase frequency of visit, to increase retail or to increase rebooking? And what I want you to do with this is to pull out your old-fashioned daily planning sheets where you write down what the goal is. So you've got 220 an hour for myself, my business. We're open at 10 till 6. So that's 10 to 11, 12. Let's say we have a lunch break in this and then it'll be 1230, 2 at 1.30, 2.30, 3.30, 4.30, 5.30, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 7.5 hours. So $220 an hour and we've got 7.5 hours to achieve that. Let's say only five of those hours are booked how are we going to make that other $220? That's when you can start to be like, okay, if it's $220 an hour, but you can only achieve it in five hours, what are your opportunities there when it comes down to retail or rebooking? And this is how you're going to work out how to hit your revenue goals. Now, I want to share a few things about how we have been able to hit revenue goals, but also how we've been able to grow the facial bar. Because I think for a lot of people, well, I know for a lot of people, they struggle with client attraction, client retention, and retailing. So I want to share a few things that we've done in those departments to help grow the facial bar. The first thing, client attraction. I think this is very, very prevalent in the industry. And I have a Facebook group, if you don't know, called Beauty Business and Beyond. And when people join, I ask a question to say, if you could wave a magic wand right now, what would you ask for to help you grow your business? And we get some really weird answers, by the way. People will be like, I want. Um, but what we're basically asking is, what would you ask for? And a lot of people say new clients. So how do you get new clients? You've got to become more visible to them. And we have done this at the Facial Bar in a few ways. We've shared the behind the scenes on our TikTok. We've also created content that sells a lifestyle on Instagram. We've boosted posts on Instagram, which is really important. We've created new client offers. We have created promotions, which are considered our top of the funnel content. We have also worked with influencers. We've worked with media companies. We've worked with key people of interest. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I've posted in local community groups. There's been, I've also done business to business collaborations. There's been so many things that I've done to help get the name out there. And I'm happy to say that they all work. So when it comes to your client attraction strategies, it's not enough just to pop your business cards or flyers in the local hairdresser. It's also not enough just to do some posts on Instagram and hope for the best. You've got to go hard with your visibility strategy. I mean, we've gone hard and we've only been open for five and a half, five months at time of recording this and it's all worked. 
The next thing is client retention. I've quickly noticed that saying the word rebooking almost has a negative connotation for it. What I have started to play with and it works is before we start the treatment, I ask my clients a few things. I say, what is your goal for today's treatment? And a lot of them will say, oh, I just really want to be pampered and I really want to relax. And I'll say, no worries. I also noticed on your consult form, you put pores, pigmentation, texture, and it opens up Pandora's box. And I'm yet to have a client be like, oh, no. Every client dives deep and starts to explain that to me. To which then I say, today's treatment will start to work on that. However, I find most clients get great results for this after a few treatments. And they're like, oh, okay. How how many treatments? I'm like, well, with this treatment, five to six. With this treatment, three to four. And they're like, okay, and how often can I have it? I'm like, you can have it weekly, fortnightly, monthly. Most of our clients come in fortnightly, but it's okay if you come in monthly. And they're like, okay, no worries. And I'm like, is there anything your skin doesn't like before we start today's treatment? To which they'll say, oh, no, I, my skin doesn't like gel cleansers. My skin doesn't like fruit enzymes. My skin doesn't seem to do well with this ingredient. I'm like, no worries, I'll go get everything ready for you and then we'll get started. And then I come back and I explain what the treatment is and what's going to happen in today's treatment, ask them if they have any other questions and say, no worries, well, I'll chat to you about all the options for treating your skin concern after today's treatment, start the treatment. But I find that positioning it in a way prior to plant the seed prior because afterwards they've had their treatment, they're relaxed and they kind of want to go. Um, especially if they've got other things on, I definitely understand that. But if you can do it beforehand to plant the seed beforehand and they're thinking about it during their facial and I've been able to convert so many people through doing this and I'm like, well, should we get your second appointment in? Um, January's starting to book out, February's starting to look busy, but should I get your second appointment in for this treatment? And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And even some people I'm like, it'll actually be more beneficial for you if you were to get on a payment plan and that's our membership. Um, cause then you're going to pay it off prior to your next treatment. So you don't have to be out of pocket anything when you come and visit. And they're like, Oh, okay. Like, how does that work? And through doing it that way, we've been able to sign up four extra people in just one week. So have a little play with doing that too, because then you can start to create predictable income in your business, which is going to actually help you with hitting your income goals. So we've spoken about client attraction and we've spoken about client retention The next thing comes down to retailing. Now, some people aren't interested at all and some people are interested. The approach that I have been going with that I'm noticing is actually working and we asked the question at the facial bar prior, would you like us to share our skincare recommendations with you? And people tick yes or no. For those that are ticking yes, at the end of the experience, I'm saying, so you've ticked that you want to have some skincare recommendations. For you, a nice routine would be Cleanser, moisturizer, retinol, hydrating serum, tyrosinase inhibitor, SPF, eye cream. And I keep it very basic. And some people are like, do you mind if I write that in my phone? I'm like, go for it. And if they say, oh, what brand do you think is good? I'm like, obviously, I'm going to recommend the brand that I stock. But I know it's not for everybody's budget, so you've got the routine there. And they appreciate that. But some people then, they're like, oh, okay, well, do you have a serum here that you'd recommend? Do you have an eye cream that you'd recommend? I'm like, yeah, come with me over to the products and I'll show you. I'm like, this would be the one I'd recommend and it lasts for this long. This is what it's going to help you with. And they're saying, yes. I had so many retail sales in the past week and people buying three and four products. And I was like, oh my God, when you 
kind of let them feel like it's their decision, it just becomes way easier to generate retail. And this is the sort of thing that I do in Skin Queen as well for both businesses. I write down the revenue goal and then I reverse engineer it. Well, how much money do I need to make per hour for the facial bar? But in Skin Queen, I'm like, how am I going to achieve that amount of money? I go back then and have a look at my profit and loss. I'm like, great. So if I was able to hit that monthly revenue goal and our expenses were this much, that means I'd have this much in profit. It almost gives me more motivation to drive forward to actually continue to make money in the business. And I really encourage everybody to do this at the beginning of the year right now. It's fresh energy. Get your pen and paper out. Write your revenue goal. Work out how many hours you're open versus how many therapists you have. If you have two therapists or three therapists, time those amount of hours by how many therapists you've got and then start to work out, okay, well, how are you going? And make it like an hourly goal, but also make it like a daily goal. And I think that is what I was trying to say before because 220 an hour times 7.5, that's 1,650 a day. If you only had five clients in that day, that just means five clients need to spend $330. So how can you actually achieve that? And that will give you your opportunities to be do we need to increase retail more? Do we need to get more clients or do we have a good amount of clients, but they're only coming every six or eight weeks? Do we need to increase frequency of visit and work it back that way? Let me know if you enjoyed today's episode. I'm going to pop a Q&A on my Instagram very soon. So if you have any further questions about business, beauty, anything, please send them there because I want to do a Q&A podcast app. I've never done one before. And I'd love to take your questions and answer them on here. But that's all I've got for you today and I'll chat to you in the next episode. Welcome to the Beauty, Business and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen. I'm a skin therapist turned clinical educator turned multiple six-figure online business owner. I used to think that owning a business meant that you'd have a product or service, a website and an Instagram and just wait for the masses to flock. But little did I know... It wasn't until I started working with coaches and mentors that I learned there is so much more to it. On this podcast, you can expect to learn about mindset, marketing, strategies, and other fundamental business lessons that have helped me to generate over $500,000 of revenue in less than two years. Are you in my Facebook group? Every single day, I post in there sharing even more gold nuggets of information to help you grow your business. To find it, search beauty business and beyond on Facebook or head to the link in my show notes to get a direct link.